Hey everyone, welcome to another fun-filled, exciting edition of Grubbing with Swan. This is episode 10, and today I have on guest Brian Day, comedian, boxing aficionado, and vegan. We spend a decent amount of time talking about veganism, and we then go into the NBA, boxing, and wrap it up. But you guys, just has, it's a very educational one, it's interesting. Uh, Brian's from Texas. We also enjoy some green curry with sweet potatoes and pineapple. All right, folks, let's grub. Hey, Brian Day, welcome on to Grubbing with Swan. Thanks for coming out, big guy. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it, man. It's uh, I like this little dish you cooked up, man. I, I didn't know you were so uh, multi-talented. You got the jokes. And you got the uh, the skills in the kitchen, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah, we're uh, eating a pineapple sweet potato green curry. And Brian's just popping open a black cherry Zevia. Zevia's the shit. Dude, they're delicious. Dude, I discovered them when I went to uh, Sprouts one time. And I was kind of looking for something other than, like, uh, sparkling water and just yeah, regular water. Yeah, and, uh, and, like, I'm not really a tea guy. Like, I know a lot of people like teas. And yeah. I'm like, I don't like too much caffeine because I drink a lot of, like, coffee and shit. So I was like, I don't want any more caffeine. So I was looking at mineral water. And then I followed, like, this Sevia, which is sweetened with Splenda. No, I know it sounds like we're doing, like, a commercial right now. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> but if Sevia wants a sponsor, I'm more than okay with that. But Exactly. <laughs> So essentially, it's like soda, but sweetened with stevia, and there's no coloring on it mm. or anything like that. So it's basically like mineral water, but tastes kind of like soda. Yeah, and it's good. I love it, dude. I, ever since then, I was like, "Shit, this is great." I haven't drank. I stopped drinking soda when I was in high school. Yeah, like I'll have it like every now and then, but mm-hmm. I, I'll have it, especially if I'm hungover or shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the first time I've started to get into it. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is like, mm. oh." Thank you very much. Yeah, today's good, meal man. is actually vegan because Brian is vegan here. I am, man. I've been um, I've been vegan for I'm since, guessing three years. No, not that long. <laughs> I know, right? Since I met my girl. You know what the funny thing is? I got my girl into it. Oh shit! Yeah, and my girl, she's very health conscious. She's um, she's actually a personal trainer. That's awesome. So she works out a lot. So it's actually good. It's actually the first chick I've ever been with. That's um, really into taking care of herself, um, which I think is a huge turn on. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm like, oh, shit, you go to the gym. Awesome. Like, not like a meathead looking gym, but just going to the gym. Right. Yeah. Like, that is so important to me. And, uh, you know, I've talked to other women in the past, and they're like, well, that's kind of superficial. I'm like, look, I'm not asking her to do anything I wouldn't do. Right. I just like a woman that takes care of herself, just like how women like a guy who takes care of themselves. Yeah. You're not saying, hey, I want a girl who's a knockout. You're saying, I want someone who goes to the gym. That's. Yeah. That, I, I love that. And, uh, you know, once you kind of adapt that, you know, like you're dealing with the kind of person who's kind of into like personal development, you know, like it kind of comes with the territory. So, um, you know, I went uh, vegan uh, back in December, uh, early December. So July 8th or 9th, it'll be uh, eight months since Jesus I've been vegan straight. Christ. Yeah. And I went. Um, Cold turkey, no pun intended. <laughs> Just like from one day to the next, uh, and that was it, man. I haven't looked back since. So what brought it on? Well, it's just a multitude of things, man. Like I'm always like, uh, you know, such as yourself, dude. I'm in your kitchen right now. You got like 
the protein powders, you got the health food, you got, you know, basically kind of, you're just into like taking care of yourself, right? Yeah. The problem is I eat like, well, I'm getting better. <laughs> I used to eat like shit and that's the reason I worked out and because I ate and drank like an asshole. That is true. And you can't outrun a bad diet. No. Yeah. And you gotta I, just stay normal. Dude, that's the same thing for me. Like I would eat like shit and then work out an hour and a half a day and I just wouldn't get better, but I wouldn't get worse. Like you yeah, just, you're breaking you, even. Yeah. You're breaking even. That's, that's a great way to put it. So I kind of wanted to get more serious about my diet and I did all the other things. I did the fucking low carb shit for years. That's just, uh, that's what I did to drop doing that with orange theory. Yeah. Cause I made a bet with my brother. That mm-hmm. by his wedding, I would drop 45 pounds. That's legit, dude. I dropped 30. And it was just because for him, it's a number. It's not like, oh, this is how you look. This is how you feel. Like, my family is, you're over 200 pounds. I'm like, I can't fucking <laughs> get under that shit. <laughs> I can't believe you're that big, dude. Because I mean, I'm 220. I, I mean, I, I, I don't see... Because you're, you're like a healthy 220, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't look like a fat fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you look like a dude who, like, lifts... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you say 220, most people picture, like, guy who's fat. Yeah, I got a gut and shit. Yeah. You don't have that. So, obviously, it worked. So, yeah, lo- I'm not saying low-carb doesn't work. But oh, no, no, it just wasn't your thing. Dude, no, I, I feel like shit. And here's a lot of people, like, when you How go... How long did you do it for? Oh, dude, every time I wanted to lose weight, that was the diet I would use, is low-carb. Because that's what we're all taught. Like, any... Fitness, yeah, you know, articles that you read that drop talk about bread, weight loss. drop, yeah, drop all types of grains, uh, low fruit, you know, because sugars, carbs, yeah. And then I started reading and researching. I'm like, I just want to find a different type of diet that helps me get lean the way I want to get lean, and also make you know retain my muscle, and it's not gonna make me feel like shit. And I tried ketogenic diet. That's the one I was doing, dude. That's like it, that's low carb. Loved it. Times two, though. Yeah. And I was like, I heard this thing where, like, you know, if you have enough saturated fat, like, you feel better, you feel more energized, and just going straight up low carb. And, dude, that shit made me feel even worse. Like, here's the thing. I always felt exhausted. Like, I would sleep eight hours, bro, and the whole day I would just need caffeine to keep me going because I realized that... Your body is meant to run off of carbohydrates. That is the preferred fuel source for us, just like how it is with apes, you know, which we share about 97% of our genetic code with. That is our preferred fuel source, right? That's what we survive on. So what you're doing is, the reason it's ketogenic is because you're depriving your body of its main fuel source, so then it starts using fat as its fuel source. But here's the thing. That's the equivalent of, like, not having gasoline for your car to run on and then just putting in, like, uh, pure, like, rubbing alcohol. Like, it might still work for a little bit, but that shit's not running like how it's supposed to, which is why I always felt tired all the time. So then I discovered, um, you know, I was looking into, like, plant-based diets. Okay. You know, because I always thought uh, it's this huge myth because um, that... You know, if I cut meat and and eggs and dairy, then I'm going to turn into, like, a shrimp. Like, I'm going to get scrawny. And that's what a lot of people think. And I was just like, I'm going to look into it. And I started researching more. Plus, when you combine that, that uh, I'm a huge animal lover. You know what I mean? 
uh, I was just kind of looking. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll try this vegan diet. Like, maybe I'll try it. So I watched a few documentaries. I watched a few videos. Um, I, wa- I read multiple articles on it, like published health documents. Yeah, you like did you, your research. Yeah, you did your research. I go to, like, PubMed.com. Like, you go to for PubMed for, like, fitness stuff. And they yeah. have, like, peer-reviewed, you know, Harvard studies, medical studies. And I was just reading about plant-based diets. And then the real kicker was... I was back home in Texas, right? I was visiting my family because this was right before Christmas time. That's a funny place to go to become a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the funny thing. I, I guess I should kind of ground this, like go back a little bit. Like, um, I grew up on a ranch for like the first 10 years of my life. Literally, we had cows, yeah. chickens, horses in, in Texas. Like, we lived about an hour outside of San Antonio. So it was like the outskirts, like in the country. Austin area or the other direction? Like towards Austin. Yeah, uh, on 35. So, legit country. I mean, the town I grew up in probably had like 10,000 people in it. So, it was a legit small town, and we used to raise our own cattle, and we used to have our own cattle slaughtered. So, like, legit, I mean, you could not get any... Here's Betsy. Well, here's Betsy. Yeah, exactly. Right in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, when I was little, like, I would ask them, like, oh, where's, uh, like, we had a cow named Julian. I'm like, where's Julian? And then, like, my mom would be cooking meat. And that was, we had our cow slaughtered. I'm not kidding you. So, uh, you know, we ate the meat. I always thought it was healthy because, you know, we were taught that, you know, beef is healthy as long as it's grass-fed, it's healthy. Right. But when I started reading it and looking into it, like... It's just it's just not as healthy as we think it is, right? And that's what I started reading research on meat and how meat is actually, like, a big cause for a lot of health problems for people. So, like, you don't really need to be a scientist to know the yeah. correlation between uh, meat eating and obesity. It's pretty obvious. They've, like, America, we're the number one consumer of meat, dairy, and eggs in the world. And we're also the number one sufferer of heart disease and diabetes. So, obviously, something's wrong there, right? Right. So, I was like, yeah. I started watching this shit. And I was like, oh, man. I watched this documentary. I watched Cowspiracy, which I think is one of the big ones out there. And uh, I just saw, like, the farming practices. I watched videos on that, which, like, really kind of tore my heart into. I don't care how much of a carnivorous person you are. You're like, I even have trouble dude, saying dude, the word now. Yeah, carnivorous. Yeah, that's how vegan I am, right? I can't even say the word. But, like, it doesn't matter how carnivorous you are. Like, I don't know. There's not many people that can watch those videos of, like, how they treat the animals in, like, the slaughterhouses yeah. and feel good about yourself. Right. Like. That's why I don't watch them. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's sele- that's ignorance, though, right? That, yeah, like, that's selective right. ignorance. No, I. Uh... A buddy and I are talking about going hunting solely just for the fact of, all right, we're going hunting, so then we have more of a idea of how we're getting our food, as opposed to just, cool, passively, There's that's in my fridge. I got it from the store. Like, seeing a face and being able to go, okay, I can still justify doing this. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, a power to you. But, yeah, the way they're treating the slaughter industry is just, it's just abysmal, man. Mm-hmm. Like... Especially, like, like with chickens, too. It's just... Oh, everything. Yeah. Like, I, I saw a video of even eggs, man. People think eggs are harmless. Well, the way these chickens are forced to lay eggs is they're crammed into cages. Um, their beaks are actually burnt off with a hot 
like a hot iron so they don't peck at each other, right? Now, it doesn't, you don't need to be a scientist to realize that if you're packing in 20 to 30 chickens in a small metal cage, disease and bacteria is going to be rampant because it's not like they have a bathroom area and then they go back to the cage. No, they're shitting and pissing all over each other as they're laying eggs. So they're also be giving tons of antibacteria, uh, antibiotics. They're giving all these medications, which of course is going to be, is going to get into the egg. Mm -hmm. There's just no way around it. Right? So I saw one video of a chicken dude that literally, and this is probably going to gross you out. I don't know if it's not, but cool. it was, Sorry, a, I'm it, eating. it was, uh, it was an, a chicken that had gotten constipated with eggs. So it had about 30 eggs inside and the chicken was literally about to explode. And the noises that were coming out of its beak, like you're like, or lack of, it was like, like, it was like, it's sad, dude. You're like, fuck dude. I can't believe that. Like, like we do that to animals. Like it's just fucks with you, man. Like you can't want not watch that and not feel bad for it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So you start kind of adding it all up, and I was like, fuck. And I was, like, doing this for a couple hours. Like, I kind of went down the wormhole with it. And I was like, jeez, man, I don't know if I can eat this. And then the funny thing is my mom was cooking dinner the entire time I was watching this stuff, right? So my mom calls me down, and, of course, what are we having? We're having spaghetti and meatballs. Like, that's what she made. And after watching <laughs> this, dude, I honestly was like, ugh. going to need it. Well, I didn't want to, but I also didn't want to be rude to my mom. Cause she didn't know I was going through this, right? I was like, fuck. So I was back home in Texas, so of course I ate the food, right? Right. Not a big deal. I did feel kind of guilty about it, and I was like, I don't want to eat that anymore. But uh. So the funny thing is, the next day, I got completely sick, dude. Like, I just had the worst stomach problems the whole day. Yeah. I felt like shit. And that was kind of the last straw. I was like, you know what? I'm going to see, you know, because as a health-conscious person, bro, you got to be willing to, like, Try anything that's going to help you get better, right? Right. Right? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go vegan for 30 days, see how I feel. If I don't feel better after 30 days, like I don't feel better, if I still feel like anemic for a week, if I like feel like I've gained weight or what have you, or if I lost a lot of muscle and I'm like, maybe it's not, then I won't do it. But at least I know I tried. And I think that's yeah. the thing. You know, if you're looking to get healthier and if you're looking to work out and if you're looking... Like, you got to be open to trying different types of workouts, different types of dieting plans, and really see what works best. So, after about two weeks, man, uh, you know, I came back to L.A. I started doing it. I thought I thought finding food would be a lot harder. Actually, it's not. Like, Especially here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, L.A. is one of the best towns for vegan, even if you're not in L.A., like... San Francisco, San Diego, maybe. No, no, there is. It's it's really a growing kind of movement, yeah. you know what I mean? I think more people are starting to become aware because of social media, because of stuff that's just being published. And I think more, more than ever, people are more transparent when it comes to, like, large companies on how their practices are done, like, health-wise. You know, people... Yeah, we can actually do research on it now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not like back in the 50s where they told you cigarettes were like, this doctor approves of cigarette smoking. I, those are one of my favorite things when I see those. those you go uh, back on old, YouTube? Have you those, seen those? I haven't watched the commercials, but when you see those old signs, just from like, you'll be in bars and restaurants mm-hmm. that have all those old tin signs sitting up and you see, nine out of ten doctors agree Chesterfield's a number one. <laughs> I'm like, what the? <laughs> right. So... 
obviously you're like, fuck. So I came back to LA. I went to the boxing gym. Yeah. Bro, after around 10 days, I started feeling so much, like, such an incredible amount of just energy, just naturally. Like, I felt like, man, I'm not getting sleepy during the day like I used to. Because you know, like, how people talk about, they're like, that's my phone, sorry. I'm like, what is sliding around? (laughs) Sorry. an earthquake? And I'm just like, not feeling two days after my hangover, then I'm like, all right, what the (laughs) fuck? So, like, you know how people feel like, that quote-unquote, like, 2.30 feeling, like, sleepy halfway during the day. Yeah, the five-hour energy commercial. Yeah, you know how they say that, right? And people are like, oh, I feel tired just in the middle of the day for no reason. Well, that really is broken down to, like, what you're eating. Because your body requires a lot of energy to burn whatever fuel and break it down. And, of course, meat and animal-based products are the hardest thing for your body to break down. Yeah. You know? I mean, some people even die of having undigested meat in their colon and shit like that. So, it's really shoot, shoot. exactly shoot. It's really hard for your body to break this stuff down. So if you eat, if you start off the day with eggs, bacon, that is just pure saturated fat, cholesterol that you're putting first thing into your body in the morning. So your body's not getting nutrients. It's not getting antioxidants. It's not getting anti-inflammatories that you naturally get from fruits and vegetables. It's getting shit that you're like, oh my god. It's imagine if like it's literally what you're doing to your body. It's like as soon as you get out of bed, somebody just puts like a hundred pound dumbbell on your chest and then say, okay, now get out of bed. That's essentially what you're doing when you start your day off like that. <laughs> I know. I uh, help. You know Chris Neff, right? Yeah, yeah. I was helping him move some weights, and the guy is climbing at a hundred and fifty pound dumbbells. What the client that he had uh, dropped the weights off with had 150 pound dumbbells. Are you serious? That's from five pounds, like pairs of five, all the way up to a pair of 150. Jesus Christ, dude, that's uh, a little weight. Yeah, I was moving everything that was above 50 pounds. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I did not. I felt broken, dude. Yeah. Afterwards. I mean, yeah. I mean, how much? I don't. Uh, it was about 4,500 pounds. I added it up. Yeah. I was going to ask you. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Especially, going, like, moving from, you yeah. know, moving that, like, from the from the truck to to the house. It was on a pallet. We were just, like, moving it. I was moving about 20 feet, but just, like, lifting it out of the box. I'm like, this is not going to end well. Oh, hell no, dude. There's a difference between <laughs> lifting weights and, like, taking a break between sets yeah. and all that. Then actually, like, lifting weights for, like, moving it to, like, different parts and stuff like that. Yeah, since I've been doing Orange Shade, I haven't been doing, like, Olympic-style Olympic lifting. I've just been doing their, like, hit workouts. So it's kind of, oh, all right. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I still miss heavy lifting, but at the same time, I'm like, ah. It's good to mix it up, man. Like, yeah. you got to maintain being limber. So, like, that's why I mix it up. Like, I'll do a month of, like, heavy weightlifting, and then I'll do a month of, like, um, conditioning and, like, boxing. Because I like staying athletic. Yeah. You know I, do yoga, I, mean? I throw yoga in just because then it's, like... Yoga's great. As opposed I, I, to I, decompress, like, yeah. compressing every muscle. It's like, all right, cool. Let's get all that... Uh, stretch out the joints. Get everything... Dude, yeah. They're, like, here's the thing. You want to maintain your flexibility because that saves you from injuries as you get older. You want to maintain and be able to, like, use your body. You know what I mean? Because there's some guys that I see that are, like, at the gym. They're, like, 240 pounds. I mean, they're big motherfuckers. But they can't even do, like, three pull-ups. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Always been the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Pull-ups. 
Yeah. My, uh, my brother's like, why can't you do pull-ups? I go, you're lifting 170 pounds. <laughs> I'm, he goes, but you're, I go, I'm lifting a lot more than you. <laughs> it's true. So it's like, you've got to be able to like use your body. It's a yeah. tool, you know? If you can't be flexible, if you can't have conditioning, like what's the point of being 250, super jacked, but you can't not do more than wipe your own ass. You can't even do more than four minutes of cardio without like feeling you're about to keel over. <sighs> yeah, yeah. They can't even run a mile. Like you can't even run a mile, and you're 250 pounds. Like you should be able to run a mile. Oh, see, I was running 13 miles. I was running half marathons. <laughs> see, there you go. They, that's what I mean. But some of these guys, they can't oh, run a mile. It's so much easier though. Like losing weight doing it. I'm like, holy shit. This is a great difference. Like, mm-hmm. running at 220 as opposed to 250, I, like, cut 10 minutes off my time. I didn't even train like I used to train for, like, the first Oh, one. yeah, man. So, food is everything, bro. And that's where it comes from. And that's why. Yeah. I think, um, I think my process in it is, I like the high fat, medium, but you just have to, one of the big things, like, if I'm not eating processed stuff, I feel so much better. Well, that's a given. Yeah. Like, it's... As soon as I start to, like, have something processed or, like, this, I'm, I notice myself throughout the day just snacking. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. Processed foods, especially meats, I mean, that you're just asking for yeah. unhealthy. I mean, you're asking for a heart attack. I mean, there's just no way around it. They've recently classified processed meats as a type 1 carcinogen, <laughs> which is equal to cigarettes as far as getting cancer. Now, the two highest, the two fastest rates of cancer in America are colon cancer and prostate cancer for men. They've linked it to eating excessive amounts of processed meat. Now, that includes ground beef. So, ground beef is a processed meat, right? That includes uh, deli-sliced turkey, ham. Like, you know when you get the deli packets with, like, yeah. sliced turkey? That's a processed meat. Pepperoni is a processed meat. Sausage is a processed meat. Hmm. Bacon... It's delicious. Is a fucking type 1 carcinogen. Processed meat. So, those links to cancer, pretty evident. I mean, the links to diabetes through meat eating is pretty evident. Because most people think you get diabetes through sugar. You don't get it through sugar. What you do it is when you eat a high saturated fat diet. Right? Because when you're glycogen... Whenever you eat food, right? Your glycogen's absorb whatever... Yeah. You know, they fill up, and when you want to work out, that's when your glycogens are depleted, so that way you have energy to burn, right? Well, <clears throat> most glycogens are sugar, carbohydrates. That's that's what fuels you. Whenever you substitute that with saturated fat, you're covering your glycogens with fat, essentially. So, uh, when you cover it with fat, it doesn't absorb regular sugar like it should, like normal carbohydrates. So instead, that doesn't go into your glycogens. It just stays in your bloodstream. All right. So when diabe- when diabetics have high sugar, high amounts of sugar in their bloodstream, which is diabetes, it's not from eating, you know, Skittles. It's not from eating. Yeah. It's from eating high amounts of saturated fat with sugar. Yeah. So if you cut the saturated fat, your body can process sugar super easy. So if you eat literally just fruit all day, every day, you'll never get diabetes. Even if you eat processed sugar, you won't get diabetes. It's from eating high saturated fat diets with sugar. So 
this all blew my mind, obviously, dude. Like, yeah. I didn't know any of this shit. And it was the first time I really took my dieting seriously. And since I've been doing that, I mean, it's like, I haven't looked back, dude. It's just, it's just from how I feel, from my results in the gym, like, I've been able to put on more muscle now as a vegan. My lifts have all gotten stronger as a vegan. Uh, the, you know, CO2 impact that you have, yeah. the amount of animals that you save, it's just, it's just a win in every category. So if you're like an athlete, if you're someone who's like looking to get in the best possible shape, it's just really a diet that you can't go wrong with. You know, you don't lose muscle. Like most people think you don't, you know, in fact, if you look in the animal kingdom, every massive mammal on earth is a V is vegan is a plant-based animal bears uh uh well bears are omnivores that's not that's like bears eat whatever's in front yeah that's true bears are not animal but if you talk about gorilla you talk about elephants talk about rhinos you're talking about pretty much every massive animal which are all bigger than bears you know elephants are bigger <laughs> you're like let's just gorilla rid of that bear argument well yeah you know bears are omnivores i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna they look at polar bears they just eat fucking well yeah they eat fish yeah yeah so, yeah, a bear is a true omnivore. Uh, but the other one's elephants. Uh, you know, like I said, water buffaloes, uh, a regular buffalo, you know what I mean? Like a big-ass buffalo. Uh, they're all plant-based. You know, they just eat nothing but plants, and they get big. So you get your protein, you get everything you need from Earth. You know, that's really, I mean, Mother Nature doesn't fuck up. <laughs> we wouldn't be here if it did fuck up, you know? Too true. Sorry. Yeah, I, it's one of those. I think it's also a little bit of your background, kind of like your genetic history, from what I've seen. Like where people who are from farther north, like they're gonna have a higher fat diet because that was what was around. There's not as much plant life be sustained. But it's just one of those things that it's just whatever works best for you. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to counterpoint you here. Oh, go I, hope, for I hope you don't mind. Dude, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, it's not really like eat for your blood type or, you know, how people say that. Eat my for mom, your blood type. My mom's big into that, even though I don't think she falls. She's like, David, just find out what your blood type is and then find out how you're supposed to eat. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> all right. That's essentially someone saying, oh, I eat this way because uh, uh, I'm, a, yeah. I'm an Aries. You know what I mean? Like, it just really has nothing. Well, and also, Mercury's rising. So you gotta, you <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Where's the moon right now? I need to eat. You know what I mean? Like, you eat based on the moon. Tuplets. <laughs> uh, have you been to... I'll let you... I'll get you back to your point. Have you been sure. to uh, Mohawk Bend? No. They're a... They serve everything, but they're, like, vegan-specific. My buddy's the chef over there. Where is it at? Uh, in Silver Lake. Oh, no, I haven't been cool there. Cool spot, really good layout, but the uh, they, like, want it to be vegan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because it's the rest, they're like, hey, we do offer the rest of the stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite thing, you know, is to order a vegan burger and then throw bacon on it. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's sacrilegious, man. Uh, but he's got, my buddy made some bomb uh, vegan biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. Like, you could taste amazing. Bro, that's the thing, too. Everybody thinks it's really hard to go vegan. You're like, I just can't give up. And it's like, oh. right now, the way everything is made and a lot of the mock meats that they have, like mock chicken, mock beef, it's li- 
Yeah, they'd have mock bacon for, you know, people who want bacon but without the cancer, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, hold the cancer on it. You can get that too. And it tastes enough. I'm not going to say it tastes just like it because you're cutting out saturated fat and high amounts of sodium and mm. cholesterol. But you're eating essentially the same type of taste but without all the negative side effects that come with it. And don't get me wrong, man. I mean, I fucking love meat, dude. I grew up eating our own cows. I mean, you can't get more meat than that. But, oh, yeah. but it's just it just comes to a point where it's not worth it, man. Especially when you see the type of money that the... That the fucking agricultural industry, like, pays. Now, let's talk a little bit about how people's diets are manipulated. Because even you, man, you're, you're, you're kind of like a, you know, you kind of follow the bro science kind of uh, dieting. <laughs> I'm well aware of it. I tell people. <laughs> my opening joke anymore is I get on stage and go, I'm a bro. Come to terms with it. <laughs> yeah. So... Even with that, like, even you know, like, the food pyramid is just pure oh, bullshit. That's the one problem with all these studies. Like, they've been coming out to those studies that, oh, fat's bad for you. Just, they're like, that was sugar, like, paid for by sugar saying, hey, point the blame away from us right now. The egg industry does the same shit. They want you to believe that cholesterol is good for you now all of a sudden. When, in fact, cholesterol... This is the number one reason. I mean, we're the only... Think about this. We're the only animal that dies of atherosclerosis, which is clogged arteries. A bear doesn't die of high cholesterol. I'll tell you that right now, dude. A true omnivorous animal does not die of high cholesterol. Human beings are the only animals that die of high cholesterol, and yet we're still like, well, I heard cholesterol is good for ya. Like... Are you serious? Look at all... The, go, to the, go to any doctor and say, what's the number one reason why people die in America? They'll say heart disease. You know how many people die a day from heart disease? High cholesterol? Shit ton. A lot. It's literally the equivalent of three 747s going down every day in America. So a 747 fits around what? 600 people, five to 600 people. Sounds about right. So, three of, imagine three of those falling. About 1,800. Imagine if three of those were falling out of the sky a day. And people, everyone died. Imagine if you're watching the news, you would never get on a fucking plane if that was the case. You're like, hold on, three of these are falling out of the sky a day, and I'm gonna get on this thing? No. Visiting grandma on her 89th is not get, worth it. Give you know? me a Cessna. I'll get in the Cessna. <laughs> yeah, anything, right? Like You're like, at three planes that, that big are falling out of the sky a day. But yet, we can we still continue to eat meat, and we still think it's healthy for us. It's just, it's just not, man. I mean, it really is not. And a lot of it has to do with the agricultural industry paying so much money into false studies where they manipulate data, and then they publish it because... Look, man, if people get more health conscious in America, that is literally hundreds of millions of dollars in profits lost. They don't want people to get healthier because not only that, bro, you're creating customers for the pharmaceutical industry. So if you are dumb enough to believe that there is no collusion with dieting or anything like that, it's not marketed in a certain way. Just go back 40 years ago to see how cigarettes were marketed and how many doctors said that cigarettes were good for you. My, Shit has not changed. My uh, 
with that, like, just with America, it's... I lived in Germany for a summer. I had an internship over there. Yeah. And it's interesting, like, our eggs are kept in the fridge, in the, that section. Mm-hmm. If you go over there, eggs are sitting out in the aisles. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because of how we process our, our eggs have to be processed from the farm. You need to put them in the fridge. There you go. I don't know the whole fucking thing behind it. That's just all I remember. Like, you're listening to something and they're like, well, that's why that is. And I go, oh, yeah, when I lived in Germany, I, the eggs were all sitting out. And I got ID'd to buy beer one time when I was 22, right. drinking ages 16. I'm like, go for me. Right. And that's the problem, man. And a lot of people don't realize. Uh, and here's one thing I encounter. Because I, I encounter a lot of people. The mo- more people I debate about it um, are people who are health nuts. Kind of like you. But they're more confrontational about it. Like, you're, yeah. you're open, so, you know, it's not a problem. But most people I talk to are people who are, like, they lift weights, they like to stay in shape, but they're still kind of on that low-carb, high-meat, high-fat high diet yeah. because they feel that's the that's the best one. But they haven't really researched it. That's just a bunch of, like, articles that they've read. Like, even, like, Joe Rogan. Like, Joe Rogan is the king of bro science shit on his podcast. Right. No, and like, lot- I've read a book on and off called... Uh- Primal fat burner, which is about eating high fats. Yeah, it's an interesting like it's done by an anthropologist. That's why. I was well, like, I right. know, dude, but that's the one thing. Hey, yeah, I'm not, dude. I'm not saying. That's why I'm saying there's <laughs> different fucking different strokes for different folks. No, it's not different strokes for different folks. It's like the human body doesn't change. Like your molecular uh, molecular buildup is not different from mine. Like we're both human beings. We're not all of a sudden one guy is like. Yeah, that guy's a human, but he's like, you know, he's he evolved differently to process different types of food. If you and I both drink motor oil, we're both going to die. It's not like, well, motor oil's good for this guy. I have had beer that's like motor oil. <laughs> IPA, like those thick IPAs. Dude. <laughs> that's my question. Are you allowed to drink beer? I don't know. Like, yeast, is, that's why I'm curious about where the line is on it a little bit. It's just really anything that has, like, you know, animal products or okay. anything. So, a lot of, I mean, the fermented, like, like yeast that, like, uses, like, this, I mean, there's not really many beers that use that. It's, like, the more expensive ones, you know, like. Well, they all use yeast a bit. Uh, n- not, not the way they're, like, where it would actually, like, contain animal products in it. Okay, no, no, it's just yeah. more, like, I'm asking, it's a curiosity. I mean, I don't really, I don't really drink beer just because it's, like, Fucking, yeah. it's horrible for your physique. It's a physique killer. So if I drink, I drink like stuff that has very low calories, but still gets you fucked up, like tequila. <laughs> that is the one thing I'll say about doing fucking low carb. If you drink on that, you get knocked the fuck out. Well, dude, any type of diet. And when you're when you're uh, when you're on a caloric deficit, when you're cutting calories, and you drink one drink, like. Like, the other day, bro, I went out with some friends, bro. I had one shot of tequila. And He's really I, trying to loot me in this bro science thing now. <laughs> like, bro, bro. I know. Dude, I, I, I drank one shot of tequila, and I had club soda. Like, just a bunch, like, yeah. ice chilled club soda to wash it down with. Dude, I was, I was throwed. Like, it was done after that. One shot, man. It's, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, you, like, I, I, I don't drink as much anymore anyways, but. Right. When you're, because I'm dieting right now, so you add that with not drinking for a while, dude, that's it. The next day I was even hungover, dude, off of one shot. Oh, the hangovers are, <sighs> nah. <laughs> like, you haven't, you like, haven't slowed down, I can tell, bro. Because <laughs> like, your face, you're like, I, I just went through a hangover. Like, yesterday. No, no, yesterday wasn't too bad. It was just more of a, but I have like, 
the, when I was started doing the keto diet, I haven't been doing it, like, because the one thing I don't like about it is you can't have fruit on it, and you can't yeah. have uh, root vegetables. Also, that, bro, I, I don't know if this is happening. When I went keto, bro, like, you just get constipated. I didn't. Really? Yeah. Your shits was, came out normal? Shits came out normal. I would have to I drink also, coffee for me to go. Uh, see, I also made an effort, like, it, but it was that was one thing. My brain was just... Like, going fucking all cylinders. I felt like dog shit, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, I just... I don't know what it is. I uh, loved it. It was fun. Yeah. But it was one of those... The first night I went out drinking, I had, like, four or five drinks. Yeah. And, like, when I drink it, there's a tendency to be closer to that 10 to 20 area. As far as what? Like, how much, like... I'm a big guy. <laughs> Dude, you drank 10 to 20 beers? Uh, drinks in the... Fuck, dude, that's heavy. Yeah, that's, uh, so I had, like, four, and the next day I was just, like, holy fuck, like, I just was dehydrated, Ooh. my body, I'm like, I didn't have that much last night, dude, like. You know what's the worst hangover I ever had was when I, I just, I got hungover off of just Bud Light. I, dude, never felt more sick in my life, bro, I wanted to die. This was when I was, like, 20, I was, like, 22 years old, bro, I went to a house party, and we started playing beer pong, and I just kept, we just kept playing and playing, and I had a shitload, and then after the beer pong was over, we were all just talking, and I just kept drinking beers and beers, and I was flirting with this one chick, and we kept drinking, and I passed out drunk from Bud Light, and, bro, I just, you passed out drunk from Bud Light, that means you drink a shitload, because yeah. Bud Light doesn't have that much alcohol in it, dude. About 5.4%. Yeah, it's not heavy. So I had to drink a lot, and I drank, I think, around 18 of them, which is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. That's just a lot. Dude, the next day, bro, I literally felt like, I'm not kidding you, bro, like, I literally thought I was going to sweat, like, my skeleton out of my body. Like, it's just so, ugh. It's the worst, dude. I don't blame you. I've been trying to drink wine lately because I can't, like, I'm not saying I can't get drunk off of it, but, like, I can have one glass, and I'm like, all right, cool, that was, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I like that. Like, oh, all right, I can sip on this. You No one's ever going to say, Yeah, hey. you're with your girl. Like, you feel good. Like, it's not, yeah. like, sloppy. No one's going to say, hey, uh, hurry on. Man. I'm like, no, I fucking just paid, like, 15 bucks for, like, this. Yeah, like, you're not God. worrying about it fucking getting watered down. You just sit there and enjoy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh. So much better for you, man. But overall, man, I just, I'd lay this out to anybody, like... Your listeners, to you, man, like, literally just try it for 30 days. Look at the facts. Look at everything. Really study it. And you'll see, man. I mean, there's just, there's no better way. Because you don't realize, dude, like, eating meat, anytime you eat meat, like, since it's hard to process, like, your uh, your organs uh, swell, so, like, your your uh, colon, everything swells, like, your intestines, everything swells up to break it down. Not only that, it, a meat is very acidic. So, when people, like, you know, who are into, like, weightlifting and shit, they're like, oh, I'm getting this much protein, I'm getting... Yeah. Dude, since it's so acidic, your body actually burns protein to con- try to consume that protein. So, whatever protein you think you're getting off of meat, you're getting, you're losing really about 20 to 30% of it right off the top because it's so hard for your body to break down, right? So, even by the protein factor, 
plant-based proteins are more than enough. I mean, if they weren't enough, a fucking gorilla would be like 90 pounds, but they're not. They're like 400 pounds and have the strength of like, I have like eight Dave Swans, you know? <laughs> like 12 Dave Swans. <laughs> just fucking gorilla. <sighs> Dude, have you seen that? Like those videos where like gorillas just go like ape shit. Like no, no pun intended. They go ape shit. Dude, I was doing a uh, <laughs> type of jujitsu, and they like hit like a gorilla. Like you don't like fucking sweat when you hit. You fucking like use your arm as a whip almost. And this is the fucking cattail on the end. Your fist of the cattail. Yeah. They're like that'll fuck somebody up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that would hurt. Honestly. Damn man. Any, uh, did you want to ask, go over anything else, or? Dude, uh, <laughs> we went over the vegan stuff a shit ton. Yeah, we did. Uh, boxing, I know you're a big boxing fan. Yeah, that's another thing, too, That Canelo-Chavez fight, you were going for Chavez on that, weren't you? I was going for Chavez just because I was really pissed off that Canelo wasn't fighting, uh, Triple G. Okay. And I feel like Canelo has been... You know, he's fought in some good fighters. But he's been kind of Mayweathering his fights? Well, yeah, that's what I don't like. Like, his last fight before Chavez was against this unknown guy from England. I can't even remember his name, and I'm a huge boxing fan. Yeah. I think it was uh, Kevin Smith or Ishe Smith or something like that. Like, some dude from England who was, like, 20-0 with only, like, 10 knockouts, right? But, obviously, he's just fighting only in England, so you can kind of pad your record there. And the funny thing is, is that he was charging that fight as a pay-per-view. So I get mad when fighters constantly put put themselves and their pocketbooks in front of the actual sport that's giving them the money. Yeah. Like, don't... Here's the thing. I know you want to make your money, but don't fuck over the fans in the process. Right. Like, Triple G will do fights on... Is it NBC or Fox? No, I mean, he'll, he'll fight on HBO. He's an HBO contract yeah. fighter, but... You know, when you watch him fight, dude, he puts on a show. You know what I mean? And he's been trying to fight literally the toughest opposition. He does not take soft opposition. Now, I'll give it to Canelo. There was a while where he was fighting everybody. But (laughs) once it came to Triple G, this fight should have been made a year ago. Now, we're getting it a year later, so... I'm not that upset about it, but yeah. I just think it's bullshit that, you know, he fought that one dude before Chavez. He fought Chavez, who obviously Chavez did not deserve, uh, you know, a shot at Canelo. That was a money that was, fight. That fight was awful. And it was a horrible fight. I watched, we actually, there were like six of us watching on my buddy's phone at one of the bars that I work at. Mm-hmm. Just all like sitting around and like, oh. And we're just like, he's not. He's not fighting. No, I'm like, what the. They're getting paid to fucking do this fight? Chavez was paid pretty well. I think he made like $3 million. Fuck. $3 million to take an ass whooping, and he didn't throw anything, dude. I don't think he threw more than 10 no, punches in a he round. He didn't. It was honestly a, a, a revolting piece of shit of that, a fight. Yeah. And he charged people pay-per-view money to see that. And not only that, uh, he brings on Triple G in the ring right after... To be like, now I'm going to fight you. And you're like, okay, so after you fucked over the fans for two fights, now you're going to fight the fight that we've all wanted to see. Well, it's the same thing with the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight. Yeah, don't like, even get me started on that. Like, that's why I'm a, I am hate Mayweather. And people who love Mayweather, they're, I, to, I call them, uh, to me, they're like the Golden State Warrior fans of boxing. 
because they're all bandwagon. They I, was all- at, I was at game three. Huh? I was back home in Cleveland for game three. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. At the dude, finals? Yeah, it was so depressing. Why? It was the one that they lost at home. Yeah. That Cavs, and I was just so, like, we're all, like, everyone walking out is just quiet. As no soon as it was saying. 3-0? Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, honestly, I, I just, I really don't like Golden State. I, I don't Just because, either. I mean, they're... They're arrogant, they're cocky, and they play dirty, even with all the talent in the, the world. The refs were, like, the first half of the game, I'm, like, watching, what the fuck was that called? My mom is a big, bat like, Cavs fan. She's like, oh, it's so much fun to go to the games. She said, I guess, she goes, what are they, she goes, I don't, I have no idea. That's, like, uh, Green would run into some, fucking LeBron or somebody, and then... Nothing would happen. Yeah, Draymond's then. a dirty player, and you know people will say he's not. But how come everybody he plays like gets hit in the nuts at some point in yeah. the game? Like, I just can't do basketball because it's almost as bad as soccer with like guys. Well, you know, with Golden State, dude, it really is something that like really fucked up the NBA because next season, dude, there's not going to be a team that's as good as Golden State. I mean, they won 73 games, and then they got a, a, a league MVP oh. to and join then the their play, team. The plays were. Not the plays. The playoffs were awful for NBA. This is the one of the worst playoffs like, of all time. Hockey was amazing, though. Like, every game was going into overtime. Almost every series went to seven games. Yeah, you know why? Like, because the NHL, just like, you know, even the NFL, like, yeah. really, there are multiple teams that have shot at, a, at the championship, right? Yeah, like, the NFL, you have your stinkers, like the Browns. But then but, you have, like, four or five teams that could win it all, right? Yeah. Like, you had the Falcons, you know, you even had the Seahawks last year that, you know, if they could have gotten it together. Even the Cowboys looked pretty good last year, you yeah. know, with Dez. And, uh, of course, the fucking, you know, Patriots are always in it. They're kind of like yeah. the Spurs. Of They're the, the only team that's like a uh, dynasty team in the NFL right now. And, and that's rare. But in yeah. basketball, it's pretty common to find It's like, dynasty. oh, this is our team. This is Yeah, Golden State, dude, I mean, they're probably going to make the finals for the next three years. And it was prob- Heat, then now Golden State. Yeah, and they're young, too. I think they're all under 30. Like, Steph yeah. Curry, Kevin Durant. 28. Yeah. Uh, Ke- Durant's uh, like 27 or something. Clay Thompson, yeah. Draymond Green. They're all under 30, so they have energy. But... You know, who cares about the regular season next year? You yeah. know, we all know Golden State's probably going to be the best team out of the West. Um, you know, the Cavs are probably going to be make it to the finals again. No problem. So, essentially, the regular season and playoffs are pointless. To watch. They're pointless, dude. Yeah. And that's what sucks about the NBA now. That's the one thing I don't like. You know, a few years ago, it was kind of anybody's game. You know, yeah, I mean, this you had the Spurs, you had the Heat. Even though I'm not a Heat like, I'm not a big LeBron fan. Like I'll root for Cleveland. I like LeBron, on. but I don't. You know, yeah, I, I like LeBron because he's the best, and it's like I'm even I'm even one of those guys where I think he's better than Michael Jordan, and I get I, a lot of shit from people, but I think he is. It's so. a weird metric. Like you can't. There's no way you can compare the two, just because how things are different from when Jordan played, when LeBron plays. Like LeBron's breaking all these records. They're like, oh, when I went to that game, he went from fourth to thir- uh, fifth most points in finals history or playoff history to, like, third. Like, he's a great player, but when you see he's down. I Dude, honestly, I, the series last year when they beat Golden State, when they came back from that 3-1, that oh. to me proved, I'm like, holy shit, LeBron is the best player of all time. I was, uh, fucking Kyrie's great. I think he averaged a yeah. triple-double, I think, in that series, oh, too. Yeah. And he was insane. And the, I mean, his attitude 
shifted. And I was like, fuck, LeBron's the real deal, man. Like, because Golden State, they won 73 games that season, you know? And not to be an asshole, but Michael Jordan never faced a team as good as the teams that LeBron has faced. I mean, he had to go against the Spurs twice in the Heat, right? When he was with the Heat. He won. They took the Spurs to Game Seven, which, by the way, that series, I'm a hard, I, thought the, I thought the Spurs should have got that series. I'm a hardcore Spurs fan. Yeah. I'm from San Antonio, so that broke my heart. But you know, when they fought the Spurs again in 2014, when you had like the best passing team probably in NBA history, yeah, like, dude, Jordan. I don't. The Bulls would not have even beaten that Spurs team oh, either. But it's also here's one of the things like uh, with hockey with Crosby. Like, Crosby, a dirty player, supposedly. I don't follow him too close. Amazing fucking player, though. Yeah. He grew up watching Gretzky. Like, Gretzky grew up watching Orr. Like, it's one of those things, if you watch, oh, that was the greatest player. I want to be that guy. You, like, oh, this is how he does that. Like, you learn. influence. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just every generation, you're going to have that guy who comes up and is like, I gotta fucking beat him. Well, LeBron owns the NBA, dude. He's the face of the league for the past ten years. And, and Curry's starting to the league's starting to push Curry more. Well, I mean, that's the thing I don't like about NBA though. Is they're like, oh, this is our player, not like this is a team. Well, here's the thing with Curry though. Like, yeah. as soon as Durant went over there, he's no longer the face of the franchise. So he can't say he's the face of of the NBA because. Bro, you had to recruit a, another MVP just to even beat LeBron. Like, true. Honestly, if the Cavs, the Cavs, dude, were mentally distraught when they lost that series. They were yeah. mentally shaken, bro. I'm pre- they were crying at it. They must have had nightmares of LeBron, like, just doing that, that fucking running, that fast break block where he jumps from, like, the foul line and pins it against the backboard. Like, they almost have had nightmares. They were like, oh my god, we need to get Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because let's say the Cavs and the Warriors face again this year without Durant, the Cavs would have won again, bro. That would have been back-to-back titles. So LeBron would have four championships, and he's only 31. That's in... He's 32. He's 32? Only reason I know his birthday is like a month. Okay, so he's 32. Only reason I know that. But yeah. Jordan at 32 only had... I think was had only two titles or third, three. Yeah. So, well, Kobe had more titles than Jordan, if I remember correctly. No, no, Jordan has six. Kobe has five. Okay, I thought Kobe had six. No, Kobe has five. I'm, I'm, dude, I don't fucking know shit for stats. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, those are two of my main two sports: basketball and boxing. Yeah, see, basketball, I'll watch it if I'm there, but I just, I'm like, I can't do the butt like. Well, dude, I know. I don't blame you, man. It's like it's just not as competitive as it used to be, and that that really. Pfft. Pisses me off, but anyways, let's talk about boxing. So, uh, you know, you do know the one question I'm gonna ask you about boxing, though. What the Mayweather uh, McGregor fight? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, I really wish uh, Mayweather would just stay retired because um, he's just he keeps giving the sport that I just really love so much. Because like I started boxing when I was like 15, dude, and like I had amateur fights and I was training in San Antonio and I. I love boxing, man. Like, it's just... Because it changed my life, dude. It's a great... It's a amazing sport. It changed my life, dude. Without it, I probably would not be, like, as health conscious or anything as I am. So, it, I really do a lot to it, right? It, like, made me very disciplined with myself. Because when you're training for a fight, dude, 
it's not like when you're uh, playing basketball or you're on a football team and you know what I mean? Like when you're training for a fight, bro, like you gotta be, you gotta make sure your weight doesn't get up. You gotta train fucking hard because when you step into that ring, dude, if you know you didn't train right, that other person's gonna beat the shit out of you. So it's self-preservation. That's why, like, people say you don't play boxing. You live boxing. Yeah. Like, every day you get up, I used to run my three miles in the morning before I went to school. And then, you know, when I was at school, I would just eat. And then after school, I would just go train at the boxing gym for about an hour and a half. So it was every day, dude, like, doing that. And in the summer, I would go to the gym for three hours and train boxing. So it was like, that was my whole life. So whenever I see a fighter, that's why I get mad at Canelo. And this is why even a lot of Mexican fighters have, have turned on Canelo. Okay. Because boxing used to be about the best fighting the best. That's the thing. That's, I think, why one of the reasons boxing has been falling, like, falling off or less. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and you know who started that trend? Or who led that trend? Was Mayweather. Yeah. Mayweather was all about waiting and picking an opponent when either A... They were past their prime, B, had just lost, or they had, they, he knew they were already declined. He never fought really good fighters in their prime. He's only done it twice, all right? Once was against Diego Corrales, which a lot of insiders say, and even Bob Arum has said that he didn't want to fight him. And Diego Corrales at the time was a beast. I mean, he was knocking everybody out. So Mayweather didn't want to fight him. But Mayweather beat him pretty easily. So Mayweather is talented, but he doesn't want to step into the ring unless he knows he has some sort of advantage. Right. He doesn't want to fight someone who's completely even with him. And I think his second best performance was against uh, when he fought Canelo. But even then, I don't think Canelo was really in his prime then because he was too young. He was 22. Yeah. He's a baby. I actually I remember watching that fight. Yeah, he was 22. It was, it was a good fight still. I mean, it was good because... I mean, better, I'll be honest, that fight was better than the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight. I... Yeah, I think so. Okay, so this is what Mayweather does, right? It's all about money. He doesn't give a shit about the fans. Right. It's all about money. That's his name. Is Money Mayweather. It's not fan, fan Mayweather. It's Money Mayweather. So he doesn't give two shits about the fans. So... He will literally bleed the sport of good fights that he could have made. Instead, he takes opponents and he builds them up saying that they're real threats. When in reality, if you really know boxing, you're like, dude, this guy has no business being in the ring with you. You're clearly a superior fighter to him. Yeah. So what Mayweather does is essentially he basically, he's he's like a chick who teases you, you know? He just essentially says, "Is like, look, no, like, have you ever had this with a chick? Like, she's like, yeah, you know, like, maybe it's a chick from back home, you know, like, you're from Ohio, maybe a chick from back home, so when you're here in LA, you guys have been messaging, you're, you know, sending little sexy things, and then she's like, when you get into town, like, it'd be really fun to hang out, and you know, we can, you know, hang out. It's time to pay the bill. Yeah, and then when you get to Ohio, she won't even give you a text back. You're like, what the fuck? That's essentially what Mayweather is, dude. Mayweather's this dude who's like, I fight everybody. I fight the best fighters. I do everything for the fans. But in reality, he's just building it up to where he sells us opponents that are nowhere near at his level, that are too slow. Um, They don't hit that as hard. And... When you get in the ring and you watch a Mayweather pay-per-view fight, he's marketed it so beautifully that you actually think the other fighter has a chance. But then when they're in the ring with him, he's just taking them to school. 
You know, it's competitive for maybe two rounds, three yeah. rounds. Then after that, Mayweather puts on a show. Or lack of, because he doesn't really throw punches. Right, he's, it's all slipping. He just kind of... And I'm not saying he's not a defensive genius. He is. He found out how the system works, the points are worked. Yes. Dude, he found, that's exactly it. And he even calls himself... He's a brilliant businessman, but business and real boxing, to me, should not come together. You should fight the best of the best, no matter what. And if you lose, who cares? At least you fought the best. Nobody thinks Ali sucks because he lost a few fights. Ali lost six fights. Yeah. But what do he people call him? To watch. What do people call him? The greatest. Mayweather, if he would have fought the best of the best in their prime, we should have gotten three Mayweather versus Pacquiao fights. Oh, yeah. We got one where they're both really past their prime. And Pacquiao went in with that fight with a torn rotator cuff. So, for him to say, I do shit for the fans, no, you don't, motherfucker. You do shit for your own pocketbook, which is fine. Just admit that. But don't, don't try to sell me, right? Don't, don't piss in a jar and call it sweet tea and tell me to drink it. Like, I'm not going to fall for that. So, I wanted Mayweather to stay retired because I wanted boxing to bounce back. Because I'm tired of UFC fans, which I like UFC as well, but I'm tired of UFC fans saying, like, oh, boxing sucks and everything like that. It's still, no, they're both fucking beautiful sports. Like, it's one person by themselves, like, against another right. person. The thing was that Mayweather was allowed to pick his fights. As opposed to who's the best. Like, I like UFC. Because they I force like, the best to fight the best. Yeah, I like There's boxing. no hiding. I also like UFC right now because Steve Miocic, I don't know, the, the guy from Cleveland, is the heavyweight champ, which is great. I like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, your hometown boy. Yeah. Yeah. But boxing, it's fun to watch. But when they, the problem is every time they give you one of those stinker of a fights. Well, this is what's going to happen with Mayweather McGregor, dude. It's going to bring in a lot of casual fans, right? It's going to bring in a lot of the UFC fans, right? You're going to get a lot of people from Europe watching it. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, McGregor's, a, I mean, he can't walk around the streets in yeah. England, Ireland, you know, that whole part, right? Western Europe. He can't walk around the streets there. He's a fucking super ultra star. So, what you're going to do is you're going to have the same thing with Pacquiao. I mean, how many people, when Mayweather and Pacquiao were going to fight, how many people that you didn't even think knew about boxing started talking about boxing all of a sudden? A lot of people. A lot of people. And when they watched the fight, what happened? They got bored to death. And they said, oh, yeah. UFC is better. Boxing sucks. This sucks. So Mayweather has no problem destroying the sport if he gains just a few ten to twenty million dollars. Because Pacquiao Mayweather would have made a shitload of money back in two thousand nine. Yeah. Don't get that. It would have made a shitload of money, and he probably would have made more money had he fought Pacquiao in his prime. And let's say May, Mayweather wins, but it's really close. So then they fight again. And the rematch is even more anticipated. So you get that. And let's say maybe Pacquiao wins this one by decision, right? So Mayweather has a loss. But they fight a third time. Everybody's going to tune in for that. I mean, it's like, dude, you could have gotten three huge purses and three huge fights. It would have cemented your legacy. People would have called you the best of all time. But now you got to pull this shit. And just boxing, because you have a bunch of wins doesn't mean you're actually that great. No, dude, there's tons of fighters, bro, that have great winning percentages, but it doesn't mean shit. You because, don't grow if you don't lose. Well, yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. And in boxing, people are so obsessed with having being undefeated. But you know, in MMA, you know, a guy can have three or four losses, but he's still a superstar. He still fucking dominates. 
Because in MMA, there's just so many different ways to lose. You know, you could tap out, you can get knocked get out, knocked the fuck out. Yeah. you can just fucking just get cut so bad that they stop it. Like, there's just. You can't see out of your one eye. And... Right, you break an arm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, or like that one UFC, you shit the mat. <laughs> Did you see that? The chick? Yeah, the chick yeah. that shit the mat. I saw somebody post about that the other day. I was like, so gross, right? Nice. Uh, you know, funny thing is, the commentators don't even mention it. Like, they pretend like it didn't happen. Just, uh, like, business as usual. If we don't say anything, maybe no one will say anything. I would have just been commenting. I'm like, oh, she's got her on the ground. Oh, looks like someone had an oopsie. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I think uh, UFC just passed a rule that if you shit while you're fighting, you disqual- you're automatically disqualified. Thank God, dude. I mean, yeah. Dude, nobody That's wants to get disgusting. pink eye from that. Like... <laughs> Oh, buddy. Uh, I think the ref, I saw the ref tap out from that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're hitting that hour mark. Brian, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for talking about veganism, boxing, basketball. Yeah, man. Dude, uh, what's the podcast called that you do? Knuckles and Chuckles. Knuckles and Chuckles. How often do you release that one? We drop uh, one episode every two weeks. One every two weeks? iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff? All everything, yeah. Cool. Brian Day, vegan, boxing aficionado, Knuckles and Chuckles, available on iTunes. You got shows coming up? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm performing at Flappers next week. I don't know how... When, I'm when dropping it today. Just dropping it today. Yeah. I'll be at Flappers next week. Uh, what is it? July 7th, I think? 7th would be Friday. Friday? Friday? Yeah, I'm trying to think. The Anyways, is Tuesday. It's not a big deal. I mean. Five, six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I have a show, uh, we have a monthly show at Fairbanks in Los Angeles. It's called Fairbanks. It's on North La Brea. It's uh, last Friday of the month, so we do run one at the end of July. Be the 28th. 28th of July, last Friday. Show starts at 8, and we go till about midnight. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Thank you again, Brian. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, where can people find you? Brian Day with a Y? Yeah, brianday.com, B-R-Y-A-N-D-E-Y. You can find my all my social media handles on there. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Thanks, man.